Welcome back to Mole Hunters. No, the Mole Hunt. The fuck are you asking me? (laughs) (laughs) Because I just made a graphic for this, and it and it took quite a bit of my time and my energy, and it was called the Mole. Lori just made the podcast cover, so why don't you tell us what we're calling this? Oh, I well, I guess it's final. We're calling it the Mole Hunt. The Mole Hunt. Mole Hunt. Not mole hunt because I had to get the 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 right size. <laughs> Why are you acting like that's my fault? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not naming names. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not saying you're the mole, but I'm also. I'm also. Uh huh. You say. Oh, <laughs> So we pick up this episode right where we left off. Uh, Katie is still talking about her stuffed cow. Metal milk. No, metal muffin. I wrote it down because it's such a ridiculous name. (laughs) Oh my God. Immediately, immediately. She's just like, you know, it it sucks. I was playing this game for Meadow Muffin. (laughs) Yeah. You know how like last time we talked, I was really gung-ho about Katie. Well, I'm no longer gung-ho about Katie. (laughs) I'm very glad to hear that because uh, I have several thoughts about her and her negativity and her very bad takes on the other players' actions, which we'll get into. Priya, I just really want to like point out how cool it is that you take physical notes in your physical notebook. Thank you. I've got my notes right here. Got to remember all of the, there are so many WTF moments throughout this where I just wanted to pause and talk to you. So I instead wrote it in my journal. Um, so Anderson is like, y'all fucking smell. So let's get you some new clothes. So <laughs> we're going to choose two people who have fashion sense and one who doesn't. And you're going to choose outfits for the entire group that are, they range from just moderately unsensical to, I don't. One man, I believe it was Patrick, scampered away in like a skimpy little banana hammock and was like I hope I don't get aroused that wasn't that wasn't Patrick Patrick was in the little banana hammock but the guy who said I hope I don't get aroused was in the uh corset thing I think it was Al I'm not a big fan of Al I will say I'm a huge fan of Patrick when he put that on with pure glee and was just like this is me I immediately fell in love Patrick's pretty cool if I if I recall correctly, cor- if I recall correctly, my last set of notes mentioned that he reminds me of my uncle. He, that was him. Yes. I'm not saying that what I've just witnessed of him influenced <laughs> <laughs> to to believe that he does remind me of my uncle still, but he definitely. Yeah, family gatherings are probably pretty fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, your family doesn't do this. No, no, they don't. I also, I just love how this challenge was essentially just, hey, we're going to make you make a spectacle out of yourself in front of 500 people. There is, there's no people in this town. Nobody's watching this show and they're acting like it's the worst thing they could do. Like when they say, oh, you have to wear the diaper and Bill's like, I'm a retired admiral. I'm not going to do that what the fuck yeah yeah they were like really 
overdramatic about this one. And I feel like the whole thing about them being like, where were you? Why'd you leave us waiting in the cold? It reminded me of like middle, like, I know I mentioned this last time. It's like, I, I always get like middle school vibes from this show because I'm like, these kids are so overdramatic about everything. Like if you did this in 2022, they'd be like, totally fine. First of all, this challenge wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Right. But they it's just also how Gen Z dresses, first of all. Yeah. If this were Gen Z, it'd be a lot different. Like he's walking around in that bunny costume. Do you not remember when everyone was wearing those full on? What were they called? The the animal suits? Oh, the one like I have like a cow version of it. The onesies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> so Bribs and Allie went to the bar to take shots, which I think is hilarious. I'm fully team Bribs and Allie. You have so much time in this game. I do, in hindsight, yeah, I think they could have gone to the other play. Well, no, because if they'd gone to the other players and said something like, actually, like, we're all here early. Do you guys want to go get a drink? They'd be like, no, 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 no. Because, you know, we might we might somehow miss the train. The train's going to come early. Right. They would have said some excuse. So Bribs and Allie did what they had to do. They befriended the locals. They got drunk. They were sitting inside in the warmth. The train's not going to come early. It said it leaves at 435. So why are you guys all standing out there for an hour and a half? Yeah, that's something I didn't understand either. I was like, they can also do whatever they want. Well, their thought is like, we didn't want to worry the group. You know, we've got group mentality. I appreciate people who are like, this is a game, but it's also about me. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, you're like a good mix of Rob and Patrick and unfortunately the admirable guy, Admiral. Oh, man, I also thought it was hilarious. So they come back and they pretend to the group that they've been offered an exemption. They're like, they found us and said, we're giving you an exemption. And so now we're not getting on the train and everyone's pissed. Darwin starts taking off his costume and uh, they should have told them at this point, Hey, we're joking because now this man is starting to undress and could lose the group money, which he ended up doing by taking off his bunny ears. Just in, just in general, Darwin is over this game. Darwin is so done with this game. Like if he just like voluntarily eats himself, I would not be surprised. I don't like the fact that he's like, it wasn't funny. They shouldn't have done it. And it's like, you're the one who took off your costume. I don't know. He didn't know, did he? He didn't know. I I don't know. I feel like it would be a really subtle sabotage to be like, well, they said that we weren't going to win the challenge anyway. So I started taking off my costume and I accidentally forgot to put the ears back on. Oops. Seems like a mole to me. It's moleish, <laughs> am I right? You know, Darwin was really expensive. This Darwin, this episode. Darwin cost a lot of money for the group. What about Rob gambling the whole group's fortune away? That was a bold move. My thought was come towards the end. There's a lot of pressure riding on him now because he's the only one with any chips. So, well, I guess let's go back. So before they go to the next challenge, Anderson comes in, is like, you guys all made it through that last challenge. You got on the train looking ridiculous, even though the three other people didn't wear their diaper costumes, which so silly, you could have doubled the money, $20,000. And you chose not to because Bill just doesn't want to show his ass. Anderson's like, but good news here are your bags. So we were right. They did not burn the bags. Did you see, did you see me like waving and flailing when those bags came? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I immediately took a sip of my non-alcoholic beer. I was like, oh, 
whoo, I can breathe again. They pull out the infamous Bible. She's like, this is the one my dad gave me. So which by the way, had like this really weird 80s font on it. It was kind of like a hot pink 80s font on the Bible. Felt like a study Bible. Like it was thick and it felt textbook. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, then they go to this gambling challenge and they're all dressed like wannabe James Bonds and they get down to the end because they all suck at blackjack. What I think happened and you tell me what you think is Rob was like, I'm the only one left with any chips and this is stressful. I'm just gonna fuck it. I'm gonna bet it. Like he made a a rash decision. He was like, I'm gonna bet all the money and try to double it so that we at least get to 8,000 again, right? Because if he wins that hand, he gets to 8,000. It wasn't the right move, obviously. (laughs) But like he said, he's like, well, gambling's gambling and like it's either gonna work or it's not, which like totally fair, dude. I totally, I, I see where you're coming from. I definitely think he did have pressure on his shoulders to make some moves. And honestly, I probably would have done the same thing. I definitely would have waited. I don't understand why they couldn't divvy up the chips though. Cause I think, I think one of them was saying that they could divvy him up and like they had a chance to like, they had 30 more minutes. Right. I don't think that they can split it between the players, but he could have just put down. Yeah. He could have put $1,000 down at a time. Right. Yeah. I say this though, as somebody who has gone to Vegas and lost a few hundred dollars in blackjack. When did you go to Vegas? I was in college and I was not good at. <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah, I'm not an expert gambler and I would have immediately fucked the team over and it would have been pretty mulish of me. Okay, so what else? My my favorite part is how then they cut to everybody talking about how they're in some kind of coalition and it's basically, I'm in a coalition with this person or I'm in a coalition. Somebody said, I'm in a coalition with everybody, which is not how a coalition works. Yeah, it's like when little kids learn a word and they're like, they tell their friend and then everybody starts saying the word and it's wrong. Yes, they saw what Jim and Steve did last season. They want a piece of that pie. Speaking of pies. (laughs) Finger guns. Speaking of pies, um, I like any game that begins with dessert. Anderson brings out a fucking pie, makes a big deal about one of the slices not having a blueberry on it. Yeah, I really want to sit in on the boardroom when they come up with these challenges. Because <laughs> they're like, you know, it would be, you know, it'd be a really good idea if we don't put a blueberry on this side of the cake. I know. And I love that the last slice happened to be the one without the blueberry. It's kind of interesting. Do you think that subconsciously people took the slices with the blueberry because you see the blueberry and you know like oh I want I want no what I was thinking the whole time was like somebody if you're in a group of like six or seven people there's going to be somebody's like offers the like they offer the slice without the blueberry and then like I don't know I would do this I'd be like oh you're gonna offer me the cheap one ah like somebody was gonna make a comment about it and I'm really surprised that nobody noticed I I would have said oh, you know, uh, you guys take the the full piece, you know, the ones that are fully decorated with their right, boots. Right, right. Take the shitty piece, which then people would have been like, you're the mole because you took that undecorated piece. I am so not here for them shaming Dorothy for being excited about the last piece of cake. They're like, why did she eat it so fast if she didn't know she was getting an exemption? Oh, because it's fucking cake. She also didn't. She she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll have it. And then everybody's like, she got it so fast. She jumped up and raised her hand. She was like, I could take this. I could not. I know. And they're like, it was out of character because she's so quiet. And it's it was exactly in character the way she did it. She was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty hungry. I could eat. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> laughing about, oh my I God, it's like, it's a small little thing. You need to put some meat on your bones. Everyone was fine with her having <laughs> a cake until yeah. 
the challenge where Dorothy, for not having the blueberry on her cake and her roommate, whose name I've forgotten, was it Lisa? Yes. They get an exemption if they can lure two players out of their room after hours. And apparently all of the players know that they are not supposed to leave their rooms. Katie did not ask any questions. Katie just immediately left. She's like, hey, can you bring your personal bag? And instead- No, Katie did ask a question, actually. Katie said- Am I supposed to? Am I, yeah, am I supposed to? I would have asked more questions. Is this for a challenge? What's going, are you on your period? Do you need some products? Can I send something over with a producer instead of me leaving my room? She's just like, oh, somebody's telling me to do it. Okay, I've got approval. First of all, here's my two thoughts. One, had sweet Dorothy known what she was getting herself into with that blueberry, would she have eaten it? I don't know. The second thought and observation, really, Katie is wearing a Merrimack Valley t-shirt and I live in Merrimack Valley. That's a really good observation. I did not notice that. Yeah. And so I'm thinking the same way that we're going to go to the bar for gym. I'm probably going to poke my head around Merrimack High School and be like, yo, is she still teaching? She <laughs> probably, her stuffed animal is in a case there. Yeah, in Mr. Probably Moon, the school Moon Meadows. Meadows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So back to the game. Yeah felt really sad to me oh whoa voice cry (laughs) (laughs) this game felt really sad because they had to take advantage of their friends obviously they picked the people who they thought it would be easiest to lure in but I feel like now their trust has been broken forever would you have done that would you have been like I'll take the exemption 100p I will take any exemption this game is about making it as far as you can yeah but the challenges don't matter because at the end of the day it's a quiz that's going to get you out exactly so the quiz is the only way that you can technically lose So I'm going to take exemptions when I can get them because then I stay in the game. I have more opportunities to narrow down the pool of who could be the mole. Once you know who the mole is, then you can start getting the questions on the quiz right. So you're going to stay in the game. The game is about making it far enough until you figure out who the mole is and then you answer that quiz like a boss. (sighs) You wouldn't have believe it's taken me two seasons to understand this game. I like don't tell me you're here to make friends I'm here I thought this was a networking event (laughs) I can't get over Darwin being like very suspicious that Dorothy chose that piece of cake so she could lure me down here just please stop with the cake shaming it's not okay yeah here's my take I feel like it was kind of mean for them to do that because if you really think about like how I think um Alavia responded with this but she's like I don't really even believe what you're saying like I don't believe your story like if you think of how like sensitive some people are you don't really know how somebody's gonna react absolutely obviously we saw sweet Katie basically break down they rightfully she started crying and I was like you chose me because you think I'm naive and trusting which yeah duh that's exactly why they chose you she is naive and trusting and here's here's my take now my well-formed well-versed seasoned opinion on Katie very different from the last podcast at first I was like wow she she's overplaying and like she's too innocent so I think she's the mole but now I worry and fear that if she is not the mole, I hope she's not like this in her everyday life. I think she is. She's a teacher with a cow named <laughs> Meadow Muffin. 
So I'm going to say it. I'm not a big fan of Katie. She's naive, plain and simple. It takes more to walk around the world with a cow than being naive. It's almost an open, like it's like a childlike open-mindedness and wonder where that was the only- She sounds really nice. That was a really beautiful description of this woman. She is really nice. I hope her and Dorothy can get through this and still be friends because they were talking about how they want to hang out after this. And now I don't know if that's going to happen. Makes me kind I don't of- know why though, because honestly, Dorothy's really boring. Oh, I like Dorothy. Do you? I have no interest in her. I feel like she could be the mole because she's just like, kind of like, whatever, I'm here. No, I think that she's doing a good job of sitting back, listening. She also enjoys seconds of desserts. I respect that. She took the <laughs> I respect that. But the next morning when Anderson is like making them all recall it, he ca- he calls it. He says something about, and that's why there was a missing blueberry. The name of this episode is for sure the missing blueberry. Well, in the little like tag thing at the bottom of the screen, they label their challenges. And most of the challenges have kind of an interesting name, but this one was just called the blueberry game. Was it really? I didn't. Yeah, even- it was just. Yeah. What was the casino game called? I don't know. It's probably like Royale or something. But they all have like, like themed names. And this one was just very blatant. It is what it is. It's the blueberry game. I thought it was going to be a game that did involve everyone, but most of the people were not involved at all in this game. So it was really just a game for two of them. And then the other two were the ones who lost the money. I thought it was funny when Rob was like, actually, you're the one who broke the rules because you left your room to Darwin. But then he says something dumb. He says he wouldn't have taken the exemption. If you wouldn't have taken the exemption, I don't I don't trust people who say that because the only reason not to take the exemption is if you know you're making it through the challenges on your own, which you would only do if you're the mole. (sighs) Rob, 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 Rob. I have some notes, mental notes taken on Rob. And here's here's the thing with him is he reminds me so much of Jim from the first season. And you remember, you remember. You were how not Team Jim. I was not Team Jim. I was not. But what was I? I was pro mole Jim. I was one Hondo P that he was the mole. And I was so wrong. And I have the same feeling with Rob because I'm like, he's so nonchalant. Well, he's not very nonchalant, but he's like, I'm humble, but really I'm arrogant at the same time. And that's the thing. They're actually priming me to think that he might go home this episode because he says something. He's like, I think I'm not worried about the quiz. I think I'm going to ace the quiz. And he's like, although I probably just jinxed it. To me, that does not sound like something the mole would say. You're right. Although just thinking like. This game makes you second guess everything. I know. I know. It was just like Heather was saying. She's like, I can't differentiate my life from my my games and my reality from my, my like, moles. About? This is your reality. Your reality will be winning this money and going back home. You're not an actor. This is you just trying to win money. Listen, I know I should know this because I've been watching the show for like a couple seasons. How many winners are there? Is there just one it's, winner? It's one and winner. And the mole, I think, gets paid by production. Okay, so I think they each get paid for each episode that they're on the show. So the longer you stay on, the more money you make, even if you don't make it all the way to the end. How much and money then, per show do you think? I don't know. This is a good question. Let's let's do some research. We'll, uh, we'll, well, be careful. You might hit some spoiler. That's why I'm so scared. I didn't even want to look up Mole Season 2. No, I know. Well, I wanted to look up Katie to see if she was teaching. And then I was like, no, I'm definitely going to find something. Yeah. What if she's the mole? Yeah. And then and then what? Then I just have to sit here and lie. 
Except there's no way to choose them all. See, you say that, but part of me, part of me agrees. She said the dumbest thing during the quiz. She said, I think Darwin might be the mole because of his involvement in that room challenge. She left her room faster than he did. She immediately closed the door. There was no, there was no questions asked. No, is this part of the game? It was her little feet went scampering across that floor. (laughs) I remember. Yeah. And then Darwin. Oh, by the way, I like the fact that they picked two attorneys to have on the whole um, staff or whatever you call it cast because Darwin's an attorney and I think Heather's an attorney. Yeah. Heather's a Heather, I think, is the D.A. who also owns a brewery or something like that. Oh, yeah. She's in PR or something. No, 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 you're right. She owns a brewery. So that's something something weird. Yeah. But the occupations of everyone on here, I, I don't remember, except for obviously Katie being a teacher. And then Bill made it very clear, retired admiral. I don't even know what that means. Why does it mean no. that you can't wear a diaper? I don't know. But I know that Olavia was like, I, I also feel uncomfortable making this man wear a diaper. And then he did that thing that like everybody does when they like know that they messed up everybody else's time. And they like, they're like, see, we're having fun. We're having fun without this. We didn't need that $20,000. Yeah. They're like, they're like now $20,000 in debt. And he's like, yeah, I was fine. What did you think about the fact that for the gambling challenge, they took $20,000 from the pot? I thought that was interesting. I feel like they shouldn't be allowed to take money that they've already earned. Uh, in this game, there's no rules. They they almost burned some bags. They almost burned some Bibles, burned some cows. Throw morality out the window. (laughs) I don't know. I think that's just like, I think it ups the ante. Like, I think it's good for viewing pleasure for sure. I wonder if they, like, as a group collectively, get so like into the moment that they're like a little bit more loose with their with their money because twenty thousand dollars is pretty significant amount of money. Yeah, like they easily could have been like, let's each take like. 500 bucks well yeah I think when you get so like you said in the moment mm-hmm. and you're looking on the grand scale where I think last year the pot was over four hundred thousand dollars or something that's why they're like oh twenty thousand dollars you know we'll have we'll have opportunities to make this money up in the future that's why I didn't understand them being oh I guess they weren't that mad about being fined for leaving their rooms. They were mad because the other two got the exemption, which is understandable because that is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of exemptions, are you ready to find out who goes home? Can we please take some guesses? Yeah, let's take some guesses. I really don't want Rob to go home. I'm enjoying Rob. Wait, Rob is the guy with the kids. No, that's Al. Al. I don't like him. He's boring. I I hate Al. Also, there was a moment where Al was like, I don't have a coalition yet because- I trust myself the most. And it was funny because then later everybody gets up after the hotel game, the blueberry challenge. And I don't know what to call that. The morning after the players left their rooms and everyone's discussing and they're whispering and Al is just sitting there by himself. I know nobody wants to be Al's friend. I think it's because he's so unbearable. He's he's off. Somebody married him and had kids with him. There's little Al's running around. There's a very not subtle layer of like homophobia or something because he was talking about wearing the corset and he's like you know you know my wife knows that this is just a joke like 
yeah, obviously you're being offered money to do this. Why are you so defensive? Do you actually want to be wearing the corset? Cause that's okay. He probably, he probably looked at Patrick's butt when he ran. Like, I'm just saying. Patrick really is a great ass. Honestly. He does. Oh my God. Did you see that zoom in? I thought it was, I thought it was like Heather's. Me too. I am impressed with the camera people for being so daring. I really like Patrick. Dude, if Patrick goes home, I'm going to be pissed. I'm not going to watch it. That's the end of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's still kicking. I know he's an older guy. You're right. Okay. Well, we can't look it up until after we finish the season. I know. I know. And that and it breaks my heart. There are so many things I want to, there's so many questions I have about these people. I know. Especially Rob. I want to know what he's doing with his life. Okay. Wait, so, sorry. So you were saying you think Rob's going to go? I think that I don't think he's going to go yet, but I feel the same way about him that I did about Bob last episode where I thought he was a really interesting character and yeah. would play a big role. And then he got sent home. So yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I'm trying to think. I I hope that somebody I don't care about goes home. I hope it's Darwin or Alavia or you don't care about Alavia. I, I, I she's mean. so I I don't like her. For, like I'm not gonna go out here and be like she's so good and fun to watch. She comes at people and she says how she feels. I I don't know what it is. Like when she was like, I don't believe any of your story. I was like, look at Katie's face. Katie doesn't even know how to lie. (laughs) I know. Katie's never told a lie in her goddamn life. The casting for this show, I like to chew on it a little bit while I'm watching because I'm thinking of like what they're looking for in a successful cast because they probably need somebody who's boring. They definitely want people like Katie and Rob, right? Like they want somebody who's like, you're so dramatic that you're going to you're going to act as a decoy just by being yourself to like who right. the is. By the way, did you happen to catch that little scene after they were like debriefing the whole room scenario situation? Where um, I think Darwin whispered something to Katie and they like zoomed in on it. They did. Darwin. What do you think? What do you think? I don't know. I wonder if they were just like, that whole thing was fucked up and now people are getting mad at us and we did the right thing. It could have been that because, you know, when Rob was like, you guys shouldn't have left your room. It also could have been him saying something like, you know, I got your back now. I don't know. Darwin's like very, he's an attorney. I wouldn't partner with Katie if I was an attorney. I know if you have any ounce of sense you're not gonna partner with that woman you were such a fan of her last episode I know all in from Grace and Lori's playbook it was probably Mr. Moomoo who did it (laughs) I too was calling him Mr. Moomoo in my head before the name was revealed and it's great that it also still starts with MM Moomoo Meadows Meadow Muffin Meadow (laughs) Muffin he's so he's so like ratchety if she leaves, I hope that the cow gets to stay and he goes on this whirlwind adventure around the globe with Anderson Cooper. Yeah, I do too. I have yet to witness or ha- I have not been exposed to Anderson Cooper since watching this show, even in New York. So I just don't like watch the news that much. But I know he's on CNN, right? I wonder how this played into his career of being like, yeah, I want to be taken seriously, but I also want to host the mole. Well, he's a snarky host. When he tells them, he's like, you guys probably should get some new clothes because you're being covered in flies. Or <laughs> he feels really dark. 
yeah he is he's kind of a jerk i also like how he like reprimands them and he's like he's like such a dad he's like do you know do you know how to read the rules why are you here <laughs> i thought i thought i had rules <laughs> my favorite is when darwin's like you told us to come in here and anderson's like i did not tell you i know i know <laughs> i did not i thing. would never encourage rule breaking unless it's to get really shady and fuck up the game He's such a little sabotager. Anderson Cooper is literally the guy in the group who's like, I don't like drama, but stays around to watch the drama. Yes, that's why he's the host of this show. I bet yeah. he has, I bet he has like a whole side bet with some of the other producers that don't know who the mole is. Like he and them have a huge pool going of like oh yeah they totally do I also feel like maybe he's like this in his own friend group where he's like causing little fires and he's like, I didn't do it. Oh my God. I think you're right. I, we need to look up more about Anderson Cooper's personal life. That's not a spoiler. We can look that up. I also want to know what they paid him for. I also get super, uh, what's that guy's name? You went on a date with his son. Oh my God. <laughs> Chris Hansen vibes. Hansen. I haven't thought about that in so long. <laughs> so I guess we'll keep this on the podcast. Um, I match with a dude on was it Bumble? And no, it's Hinge. I remember. Okay, I forget. This is Lori's crowning moment for her. This is like what it means to live in New York City is going on a date with an irrelevant person's son. Uh, he, Whoa! I mean, come on. Nobody's thought about the dude in ten years, but we're like on this date, and he's telling me he's alluding to the fact that his family used to be wealthy and that his dad was somewhat famous but then he had a fall from grace and then we get really really drunk and later on I was like you're being really vague like is there anything more you can tell me and he goes have you ever seen to catch a predator and I just stopped in the middle of the block I was like is your dad Anderson not Anderson Cooper fuck is your dad Anderson Cooper that would be we would still be together if his dad was Anderson Cooper we would be yeah is Um, your dad the mole oh my god (laughs) <laughs> but yes yeah, so i went out with chris hansen's son um that's that's nice all i really want to know is when you went to like a restaurant if he pulled the chair out and was like have a seat oh my god i got this from my dad <laughs> I learned or he brings me home to like family dinner and that's how his parents like it, can you imagine chris hansen you come home to meet the parents for the first time. And he's like, why, why don't you take a seat right here? <laughs> why are you, why are you bringing that pizza in my house? Oh, oh man. Okay. So let's go. We're going to watch the elimination now. And we're going to see, we're going to see who goes home. Okay. Run it. Run the tape. I have to do my taxes after this. That's you can leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> Reminder for everyone listening. It is tax season. If you haven't done your taxes yet, get them done. HR blog has a timer on their website. You have exactly four hours and eight minutes to do it. Wait, is it today? Is tax day today? Tax day? No, I'm sorry. Four days and, and eight minutes. Oh my God. You in eight hours. Like, why are we doing this podcast? You need to go do your fucking time. I know I really need to do it, but I have all of Friday to myself. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Myra. She's staying. They barely showed her this episode, Myra. Yeah. It's always like the third person. It could be Heather. 
Katie. Katie! Moment of truth. Go home. Go. Oh my god, you. She's gonna cry. Nope, Katie's in. We get, I'm glad we're keeping Katie because I think it's gonna be fun to watch. Al. Oh, Al. Oh, I hope Al goes home. Send him home. He's going home. He's going home. No! no! Patrick. <gasps> no! No! Oh my god. Oh, thank god. Oh, thank god. Wow, they're really going through the names this Patrick's time. dressed Allie. up. Oh, I think it's gonna be Allie. Yeah, she's kind of boring. Hi, <gasps> Allie. 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 She's like, I'll see myself out. <laughs> I know. It really sucks that they just have to immediately leave. I'm... I'm glad that she and Bribs got to stop in that pub and share some beers, though. Can you imagine if you're, like, you fall in love on the mole? I was kind of rooting for something between Patrick and Myra for a second. Ew! When they were getting ready with their costumes, they're, like, the same Patrick and Myra? No! What are you talking about? They're the same age, it looks like. I don't think so. I think Myra's significantly younger than Patrick. Not that I'm being ageist here. But Patrick can get it. Patrick... Oh, yeah. But does Patrick want it? Oh, okay. We're going to stop sexually objectifying the contestants. They objectified themselves when they put on that little skimpy. <laughs> That's right. Anderson Cooper objectified them. It's true. He objectified it. He I objectified hope- Mr. Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how do you feel? Do you surprise? I'm like indifferent about that. Because I didn't care about her. You think it's strategic on behalf of the production people to be like, we need to kill off the boring people. I don't think that's how it works. I know, but like, I kind of do at the same time. I know, right? I'm okay with this week's episode. I like the drama that's starting to unfold and I'm really excited for, for what comes next. We did get some good little like snippiness. We got some snippiness. We got some fights. Nothing full blown. I want to see like, I want to see like a bad feud. Are you talking about how Charlie just, called everybody cunts last season basically <laughs> i want to see cunts playing left and right <laughs> yeah i don't know i it's not that i want like chaos to ensue but i definitely feel like it's just so good when you get those moments where you're like did he just say that i kind of like the subtle tension and drama of this episode with the room game where they had to take advantage of people and manipulate their emotions because the look of disappointment you're sick you're sick if you like that it was it was hard to watch don't get me wrong but the look of disappointment on darwin and especially katie's faces was worth it and honestly the guilt the guilt on lisa and dorothy's faces they were like we shouldn't have done that we shouldn't have called them do you remember when Darwin tried to gaslight Amy and he was like, you told me to come to the front desk. Yeah. She never said that. She was she never pre- said that. that he's, he's a, a dingus. It was honestly kind of risque too. Like if somebody called me in a group that like, if I was in a group like that and somebody called me and they're like, come to my room, I'd be like, <laughs> what do you want me to bring? Also, wait, let's just talk about how Darwin was just hanging around the front desk. Like he got down there and was like hey I, you guys need to see me and they were probably like what the fuck no we don't know who you are i didn't even consider that he was just like probably like twiddling his thumbs <laughs> loitering 
<laughs> literally just loitering around i also liked how like it just brings me back to being a kid you're sitting down with daddy cooper and he's like do you want to explain why you're sorry do you want to explain why you did what you did i know i love how when he asked he was like dorothy and lisa can tell the group but darwin and and katie feel free to chime in like he loves the chaos you're he right loves it he loves it he's getting off on this and i know it he loves it so much amazing amazing episode um i do have a last final thought because we were talking about this earlier i'm kind of curious to to know what the mole would be like if they relaunched it in 2022 like if this were a gen z thing oh my god people would be probably unbearable have you seen the circle oh i think i saw an episode with it's not you yeah you might have watched it with me it's not very similar to the mole but it's got the same they it's like who can we trust and they have Mm -hmm. to form like alliances and yeah yeah I did see that I saw the first episode they're like in a hotel room or something and they're like in like there's I think the mole would be really really fun now like internationally now that we can travel again going and doing these challenges yeah dude friend group we get we rally all our friends together and we do our own version and we hire anderson cooper whatever he's charging now i'm sure we can afford it if we pull our resources we're just gonna go on like cameo and be like hey uh our cameo is gonna be for six weeks and you're gonna have to do it in person and you're gonna have to come back with that same level of snarkiness if you are nice we're not gonna (laughs) appreciate that do you want to relive the magnum opus of your career because you can it really was (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you to everyone who's joined us this episode and who's joining us along this journey we will catch you down the next mole hole i like that you did okay we'll borrow we we can't wait to borrow more time from you (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm doing wait 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 what about this one because moles can't see and this is a podcast and they have to listen to us. Stop. Stop all your head. <laughs> okay. <laughs>